Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to this episode of Uncaped Heroes. We are so honored that you took some time, decided to hang out with us. I hope that if you're on a commute, you're safe. If you're fixing dinner, it's amazing. And wherever we're entering into your day, I hope it's been a beautiful one for you. Thank you for your time. I'm Stacey Johnson, and I'm here with my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today? I am doing fantastic. Glad to be here. Looking forward to this conversation. How about you? Ah, perfect. You know, I love these conversations. I feel like we have been granted this gift in the midst of all the, the chatter that would be out there. There lies this little gift where we get to spend our days and our time traveling around the world, picking up bits of knowledge and wisdom and information, uh, carrying this beautiful light, and I just, I just love it. How do you feel about getting to do this? I feel blessed to have the opportunity to get to shine light on people's journey and people's stories and the amazing things that people do that somebody may need but not know that is available to them. And like I said, you know, we get to bring the extraordinary out of the ordinary because there's incredible people all over the world. So it's super cool. It is super cool. We have a great guest with us today. She's coming with us all the way from Mexico City. Um, I, I'm intrigued. We've talked to her just for briefly, and I'm already intrigued about, about what she does and how she spends her, her time in this beautiful place we are. So if you're ready, let's bring in our guest. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we present Ms. Karen Yates. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful and so excited to be here with both of you. Um, uh, just listening to your intro, I was just like, oh, I just started smiling, and I'm just like, oh, these are just two wonderful ladies, and I'm so excited to have this conversation. Oh, cool. Thank you. And that's what we want. We just, you know, there's, if you listen to the chatter out there, there's so much chatter, right? And it would lead you to believe that we're in this really, just this, this place of conflict, and underneath that, there's this amazing glow of the most beautiful people and the most wonderful wisdom. And I, I, thank you for stepping in and sharing yours with us today. So how about you kick us off, Karen? Tell us who is Karen Yates, what do you do, why do you do that, and how can we connect with you? Awesome. All right. So a little bit of a story. Um, I was following the very traditional American path. You know, I grew up knowing that my program path was to go to school, to get good grades, to get a good job, to um, get married, buy a house, have kids, work, 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 and then retire. And I followed that path for about 20 years after graduating high school or after graduating college and you know it was good I was married had two kids you know we had the normal life um, but it in 2018 we found my husband and I found ourselves at a really really low point in our relationship and uh, to the point where we had to do something different and to top that all off we were broke which as you can imagine added to the financial or added to the stress of our relationship so we did the only thing we, we knew how to do. We, we started talking. Like, okay, we have to talk through this. We have to find a solution, something to do. And the more we talked, the more we realized that we had the same goal in life, and that was really to spend more time with each other and more time with our two kids. Mm-hmm. But my job really didn't allow for that. I was working as a pharmaceutical research chemist, so in the lab trying to find new medications for cancer or arthritis, all kinds of different things. And it's not something that, that you can work remotely. It's not something that you can do part-time. It's not something that you can do at odd hours. You know, it's a very traditional job where they expect you to be there from 9 to 5 or really more like 7 to 5. 
Mm-hmm. So how do you spend more? Absolutely. How do you spend more time with each other, right? Like, how do you do that? And so we started talking, and we're like, okay, we have to we have to get creative here because this traditional path that we're on is is not allowing us to do what we really want to do. Mm. So we started throwing it's- some ideas around. And what really came of it, like we just had this idea suddenly that was like, well, what if we just kind of left this normal path, this path that, you know, we thought we had to be on? What if we deviated from it? In fact, what if we just made an abrupt right turn and did something different? Mm. And what transpired over the course of several months of talking deeply with each other was we had always wanted to travel. And if we left our normal life, we could do that. We could show the world to our children as we explored it as well. And, you know, it sounded a little insane when it first came out because, like, well, how do we do this, especially if we're broke? Um, (laughs) And you don't have a remote job. How do you do this? But the more we thought about it, the more we talked about it, the more we realized that this was something that we just had to do. It was like this burning sensation inside that, like, no, we have to do this now. If we walk away from this, part of ourselves will will just shrivel up. Mm-hmm. And so we got together, we put our heads together, and we said, how do we make this happen? And, you know, started listing out the big things. Okay, first, we have to have some money. Second, we have to create some income. And, you know, then all the million details that followed that. Mm-hmm. Wow. But the, re- know- the result was, 11 months later, we were boarding a plane with one-way tickets to Bali. And wow. that started our, our, a new chapter in our lives of, of full-time traveling. Wow. How, you know, how many people have this urge, this desire, this tug, just like you, and just go, nah, I can't do that. And they never, they never take the step, right? I think, I think worse than fear of doing it afraid is the repercussion of never doing always wishing you would have, you know, living yeah. with that, living with that regret and the what if. So congratulations, girl. High five. Bam. From here. <laughs> oh, for doing you. it, for taking that step and living your why. I mean, what a beautiful thing. You know, you're, we all created to dance this dance. And if you never dance it, we never get to see it. And what right. a shame that we missed that. So congratulations, girlfriend. For dancing your dance, I love it. I, I'm, oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm proud of you. I think that's such a I think so many people have that the desire, but they go, nah, that's so far outside the box. You know, I get in trouble if I step outside the box, much less if I live outside that box. Yeah. And I am not a I am not a box girl. I, <laughs> right? I don't like the box. I never I never liked the box. So, amen to you for stepping out with it. How old were your children when you embarked on this adventure? They were 12 and 7. Mm. What a beautiful journey for them. You know, how many kids Absolutely. get to live how many kids get to live history and geography? Absolutely. We we joke, you know, we homeschool now, but we joke that we don't worry too much about social studies. Like they're experiencing it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't worry too knowledge. much about the book learning. I love it. Isn't there so much more though? And, you know, sometimes I think we look at book learning as what someone else decided we should all know. And there's yes. so much information outside of that and so much wisdom outside of that. Um, and it's our job as parents, you know, is to open up as many of those avenues of learning and education and exploration in this big old world as we can. 
Yes. Um, so, so it's been go really, girl. really, really fun to let them see things, let them experience things firsthand. You know, you're not looking at pictures. You're actually standing right there and you're experiencing it. And, you know, the pros and the cons, you know, there's challenges when you travel too. And, and they get to learn how to handle those challenges when they come up because mm. it's, it's not always the easy road that, you know, the, the set path kind of puts you mm. on. That's, that's very cool. Very cool. I love that. So if you had to, let's take a little different journey. Let's take a little bit of different turn in your journey. Okay, let's talk about it from a different perspective. If you look at where you stand, from where you came, from headlong into corporate America as a pharmaceutical research chemist, my gracious, right? Um, what a, I mean, what a, what a beautiful job you saved. How many lives, right, did you probably save just owning that position and taking that role? So thank you for that as well. Um, how do you define hero? And who in this journey up until now can you identify that fits that description for you in your life? Yeah, so there's, I think there's a lot of definitions for hero, and, and it really depends on, on where you are in life and, and what strikes you. I think there's so many people that can be heroes, everyday people. And so one of mine is a great aunt of mine. She's since passed. But this woman never stopped living. She, she lost her husband fairly young in life. She might have been in her 40s. And she just kept going. I remember this story. Like She was in her 80s, and she had a, a male friend. Um, I guess it's <laughs> all a boyfriend when you're in your 80s, right? And she would you know, hang out, and they'd play cards and whatnot. But she ended up like stopping hanging out and playing with or hanging out with him anymore because he couldn't keep up with her anymore. Like, she was determined to continue and live. So when she was 85, she went to Africa and went on a safari because that was something that she had always wanted to do and had never done. And I'm like, you go, lady. Like, you're not stopping. You're not, <laughs> you're not sitting in a rocker and saying, I'm too old to do something. I can't do this because, you know, I'm an old lady. No, she just she embraced life and she went after it and she lived for her entire life. And I just look at that and I'm just like, that is who I want to be. I don't want people mm-hmm. saying, oh, yeah, you know, Karen hit 80 and, yeah, she just sat down and stopped. Um, mm-hmm. Not who I want to you be. Go. You go, Karen. I love it. I think that's such a beautiful thing just to never give up and to keep going and to see that in someone else. We've learned that heroes are so many times those everyday people that just come alongside us and they show us something or leave within our life something that changes and molds us forever. So, Kathy, when you hear that and and bring her great end of the conversation, back to those ordinary heroes, where does that take you in this conversation? I am subconsciously planning my trips in my head just listening to it. Like, I think that's (laughs) super cool. When I started my my homeschooling journey, one of the things that I was determined to teach is that, you know, there's history and geography and social studies beyond the textbook, right? So technically, I guess you could say unschooling while schooling because there's so much more. You know, they left so much out when we were in school. And it's Mm. because somebody decided we need A, B, and C instead of X, Y, Z, the numbers, you know, they left so much of it out. So I commend you for allowing your children that experience. 
So if there Thank is you. a if there's a life lesson in this that you would like to share with our audience, what would it be? Uh, I would really say go get it. Go after that dream. It would have been so easy for us to say, we can't do this. How can we possibly do this? You know, we don't have money. We don't have remote jobs. We don't have this. We don't have that. We didn't have passports at the time. And all these things could have added up and just said, no way, we can't do this. And I feel that so many people give up on their dreams. You know, whatever that dream is, if it's travel or if it's, you know, um, having a, a, a weekend house someplace else, you know, they have these dreams and they give up on them because in their minds they can't do it. They can't make it work with what they have. You know, they don't have the finances set up. And you can find a way. If you want it bad enough, you'll find a way. And so I would just say go for it. Don't give up on those dreams. Mm-hmm. Cool. I love that. That's such solid advice. Like I think people get caught up in the, in the hustle and bustle and the, this is what we're supposed to do, this is how it goes. It is against societal, you know, restrictions to do otherwise, and it's taboo to go against the grain, right? So I think that is important advice it's because you only have one life, right? So if you want it now, you might as well get it. Yes, and the other part of that is you don't know how long you're here for. Yeah. The statistics are staggering, you know, how many people work until retirement, and then, you know, they they pass within months or a year of retiring. And, oh, my gosh, that just makes me so sad to think that someone works their entire life, and then they think that life starts at retirement, but then they don't actually live very long past it and it's it's just incredibly sad to me so I'm like you don't know how long you have on this earth and you know if you're always waiting for tomorrow or for the right moment I mean the the perfect moment never happens you have to create that perfect moment you have to create that time and and do it willfully and intentionally mm. beautiful I love that hmm Go ahead, Kat. Sorry. I said live on purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think just I think I think it's so refreshing, right? To 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 for somebody to make that perspective okay. Does that make sense? We're all so conditioned all along the way that what you were doing, the the family norm, the picket fence, the nine to five job, the the two kids, the moving forward, that that was the mental picture. That's what we were all striving for. And to step outside that and go, but that's not my normal. That's not what's for me. So many people stop right there. And uh, six feet from gold, right? So I commend you. I think it's really cool that you're doing it. And thank you for that wisdom. Go get it. Go after the dream because you're right. If you don't, it's not coming to you. If you see it and you want it, you better go get it. Absolutely. And I think for me, like, it's been so eye-opening. You know, I looked at, I had never thought of something, of doing anything like this, you know, before we reached our low point. The thought had never crossed my mind. And yet now that we're doing it, I just feel like my life is so much more that I have interacted with people that I would never, ever, ever have met in my life. 
And they have enriched my life so much more by having met them and interacted with them and become friends with them. And that, to me, has just made my life so much bigger and better. And, and I'm so glad that, you know, I, I took that journey and took that leap, really, and said, you know what, just because I'm going to go outside the box doesn't mean that I'm wrong. True. Very true. <clears throat> All right, so let's twist this journey around just a little bit. And let's recognize for a moment that when someone hears your story and hears that inspiration to go live your dream, you were going to become their hero that day. And so own the fact that you're probably more people's hero than you think. Right? And thank you. <laughs> thank you. Just, thank just you, thank you for making that okay. Yeah, thank you for making that okay. Uh, beautiful that you do that. So with that cape firmly in place and platform standing, and you have a chance with all the words there are out there in the world, what's your one-liner of wisdom to the world, or what does your teacher say? I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to say go for it. Like, <laughs> just go for it. You know, I'd steal Nike's line, just do it. But, um, you know, I'll leave that for Nike and just say go for it. Go after it. Do it. I love it. Because your your life is just going to be so much richer, and you're not going to have that regret of what if. Hmm. I get Cassie, when you hear that, just go for it. Where does that take you being the mom of small children as well? My, uh, my son is uh, jiu-jitsu, and... He's been doing it for about six months, and his coach came up to me about a month ago and said, we're having a fight. We're having an invitational, and I would like for Cameron to fight. And I was like, okay, you know, do you think he's ready? And he was like, yeah, I think he's ready. And I could just see the look on my son's face, and he was like super excited but terrified, right? So I told him, you know, I said, you don't have to fight. You absolutely do not have to. But I don't want you to go back to class and hear about it and wish that you would have. So you're not under any pressure, but you do have a choice. Because, you know, not doing things that you've never done before is scary, but regret is so much scarier. Hmm. Because the lesson that he learned in that fight he will carry with him forever, right? So it was super beneficial to him in the end, but just to get him to realize that not doing it was going to be more detrimental than doing it, no matter how it turned out. Beautiful lesson. How do you feel about that, Karen? Uh, it just touches me. As a mom, just, it just touches me to hear... You know, the advice that you gave your son that, you know, it's not all about um, feeling like you have to be ready, but, you know, just thinking about it. You know, there's no pressure, but, but think about it. Is this something that you're going to regret not doing? And so it just, uh, it just uh, gives me the chills, really, that you had the wherewithal to present that to him in that manner such that, you know, he he could really make a decision for himself without feeling pressure, but knowing that, you know, there are things to learn from that experience. Yeah. 
even, you know, no matter the outcome. Absolutely. Because win or lose, there's always a lesson. So, and I was, you know, he chose to fight, and the lessons that he learned will benefit him in the future. So I think, you know, in the end, he made the right decision, but it was his decision to make. So. Beautiful. I, I love it. I, I love to see the wisdom in parents nowadays. It fascinates me. I'm, I'm going to say I'm a total generation above both of you if you still have young kids at home, right? I'm, I'm past that. And I get, I get the joy of grandmotherness and no more algebra tests, right? Um, uh, I get to the other side. But to hear, you know, there's so much talk and there's so much controversy about the people that are coming up and, oh, my gosh, the next generation and how are we going to let them be the leaders? But when you sit down and listen to the people and the parents and hear the voice, of the generation come up, there's so much knowledge there, there's so much power, and uh, there's a level of wisdom that I feel like we didn't have at that age. And so I commend both of you, and uh, as as parents and as as that that coming up, those people uh, in power. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you for what you do for your kids and for those coming up. So we are at that place, ladies, where we're going to have to end this podcast. Um, I can hear this conversation all day. What a great conversation it's been. I would love for our listeners to always remember that we're brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If you would like to have a conversation, <clears throat> if you know a story we need to hear, if you want to share yours, please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. We're interested in what you have to say. We always try to take a moment and close out with a final statement. Mine is going to be thank you, Karen, for your time today, for joining us from Mexico City, for the love of adventure, and uh, proof that it's okay to live your dream. So I thank you. And, uh, Kathy, I'm going to turn the stage over to you. How would you like to leave our audience today? I would like to leave our audience with a challenge. You know, going back to the story I I was telling about my son, one of the things that I noticed was that he was proud of himself because he was brave enough to step up to the challenge, right? So as a mom, my heart just exploded, right? And he was proud of himself. So I want our listeners to take a moment and think about, a, a, you know, if there's a situation or a, a phone call you're supposed to make or a, a meeting you're supposed to have or a, whatever it is that scares you. I want you to think about the benefit in the long run versus the detriment of you not just taking that step. Because scary or not, there's always a lesson. Beautiful. I I always love the challenge that you lay out and just that personal step back and see where this applies to you. Karen, we would be honored if you would take the stage, give us the last 90 seconds. How would you like to close out our show? and leave our audience today. Sure, I'd like to just follow that up. That was such a beautiful message there. But just follow that up with the encouragement that you can do it. You can take that, that challenge that was just thrown out there, and you can do it, and your life will be better for doing it. So if you have that dream, go after it. If you, there's um, you know, challenges ahead, go for it. Like, don't live life small but really embrace the opportunities that present themselves and you'll find a way. 
regardless of the hurdles that are thrown in your path, you can find a way.